Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, I have another interview with a fellow coach. Uh, her name is Courtney, and we really today dove into all kinds of different things when it comes to manifesting not just your next steps in business, but also your clarity around what it is that you want to be doing in your business, what your niche should be, how it feels when you discover that niche for yourself, and really stepping into your role as an expert in your niche, in your area of expertise. I know a lot of people have a hard time, especially in the beginning, really figuring out what that is for them. So Courtney, someone who has recently really discovered what her niche is, and she said it was just something that lit up within her. She knew immediately that this was the message she was here to serve, and things have really started shifting for her quickly once she discovered what that was. So we're going to dive into that. We also talk a bit about manifesting travel and just a whole host of awesome mindset tips. So we're going to dive right into that. Without further ado, here's my interview with Courtney Badger. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for modern entrepreneurs and business owners who know deep down that there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality I desired, I went from nine to five teacher to six figure online business owner in less than two years. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe you can become, create and achieve anything you desire. And it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right. Hello, Courtney. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Super thanks excited so, to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm really excited to dive into today's topic. So um, before we get started, I wanted to give just you a chance to tell our audience or anyone listening uh, who you are and what you do as an entrepreneur. My name is Courtney. And as an entrepreneur, I'm starting off my it's a travel manifestation business and really helping women and empowering them to find their inner adventurer and traveler and live a life of freedom instead of living in this box that society tells us that we need to live in. Right. So what does that actually look like in terms of, um, you know, how you're helping women? Like you're speaking about manifesting more travel. You're speaking about kind of finding liberation through self-liberation through travel, travel. Yeah. So like a combination of both, I'm offering courses on travel manifestation and how you're able to call more travel into your life, mm -hmm. but also just starting kind of at the bottom of finding your self-worth. So you feel like you're worthy of having that life that you even want. And so right. really knowing that you are worthy of your desires and even if they don't fit in what society says they're supposed to look like, that you don't need to write them off or be called crazy or be told right. that you can't fulfill them. And so helping women see that you can have desires outside of the norm and you should celebrate that instead of quiet it like we're told we should do. Love that. Yeah, because I think like even to manifest something like, you know, more travel or perhaps a business that allows you to have the kind of freedom that so many people want or more money or the love of your life or whatever, there's self-work uh, sorry, self-worth work um, that we kind of need to go to work on first, right? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you don't if you don't fix what's going on the inside of you, 
you'll just always be that person thinking that other people are more special than you or they have something inside of them that you don't possess to be able to have that life. And I was that person for so long who would sit on Instagram and feel jealous of other people's lives and not understand that I could have that life. And I literally just thought that I wasn't special or worthy enough and didn't understand that because I had that desire, it meant I had it in me all along, but I just had to do the work to get there. Right. In order to believe that you were worthy of it and thus be able to start creating those kinds of opportunities for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important. So um, I would love to know, like, what has that looked like for you in terms of building that self-worth for yourself? It's definitely been a journey. Um, It's been a lot of like tapping into my desires and understanding they're real, but then also like peeling back the layers and doing a lot of inner work, a lot of journaling, um, sharing my, some of my fears and my lack of self-worth on Facebook also to realize I'm not Mm. the only one. I think we get so stuck in our head that like, I'm the only one that has this problem. And then when you put light (laughs) on it, you kind of not only like dim the shame, but also realize that you're just the same as everyone else. There's like literally not one person that doesn't have some of that going on. (laughs) Like it's in different levels. And I think Uh based on our subconscious and the way we grew up changes it, but we all have the same desire to feel worthy, connected and have our desires fulfilled. And so it's just been a lot of peeling back those layers, working on my subconscious because our subconscious really rules yep. our life and yep. we don't realize how much it rules our life yep. and just kind of having these light bulb moments, but also learning the balance of, okay, because I have had these limiting beliefs or still have some of them, I can still start to create my reality that I want now without fixing everything that's wrong with, like quote unquote wrong with me. Well, I don't think that, I think that's such a good thing to bring up. I don't think we ever do like fix everything or get everything to the point where it's like just perfect and ready to go. And like, oh, now I can manifest, you know, the love of my life. Now I can manifest Mm -hmm. the money that I want. Like you'll never get there. And, and like, you're never required to either. I think that's one thing when we get into this like spiritual mindset work, we think that we have to become this like super evolved and transformed version of ourselves before we're going to be able to manifest anything. But like, you were manifesting big things long before you even knew <laughs> to like look at your self-worth or, you know, heal some of those old stories, limiting beliefs, things like that, right? Yeah, before I got into manifestation or even knew what the word meant or did anything of it other than hearing of the secret because everyone had heard of it. Yeah. Um, and I actually laughed at it because it just sounded so far-fetched and ridiculous to me. Uh-huh. Like, what? I can actually, no, like my thoughts don't create my reality. Like I did not believe <laughs> I was the exact same way when I watched that. I was like, eh, yeah. I don't, seems a little too easy. <laughs> but before I did all that, I literally quit my job, sold everything I owned and went traveling for two years before I'd done anything around myself. Uh-huh. So you're not even required to fix that, but it, no. just, it helps. It's really, I mean, I always come back to the simplicity of like, where are you placing your focus? Because mm-hmm. where, because you started focusing on like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to travel for two years. I'm going to, you probably didn't know all of the how or how it was going to work out or, you know, that you would have the money and all that kind of stuff. And you were still able to produce that result for yourself. Right. Like that's a pretty Yeah. And I think honestly, there was a little bit of magic in not knowing the how, because I wasn't trying to figure it out because I literally had no, my brain had no conceptual understanding. So it was like, meh, well, I actually often recommend that people make big, like almost inconceivable goals for themselves because 
like once you're at a certain point with your mindset, the hardest part is letting go of that how. And when we create a goal that seems conceivable, it's almost impossible not to get into the how of it, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas like when we set a big goal that like seems almost like it's impossible, we're forced to surrender how it's actually going to unfold. Exactly like what you said. Yeah. Like it just creates such a different mindset. And I was moving to a country that I barely knew anyone had gone there. Um, I had never really been without a job since I was, you know, 16. I had never really done any of that. And I, but I didn't want to live with regret and I didn't study abroad in college. And that was regret for me. And I was about to age out of this visa that I could get. And I got it for free because I had my master's degree. And I was just like, what, what's stopping wow. me? What country were you in? Sorry. I lived in New Zealand for a year. Oh, okay. Uh, I was in Australia for three years, almost three years. Um, oh, wow. New Zealand was amazing. Like just yeah. as beautiful as it looks in the photos. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to actually like, there's so much that we could talk about in terms of like manifesting travel and self-development through travel and things like that. And it's interesting actually, because I recently had uh, another um, interviewee on just a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about some of the same kinds of things. It's like growing through travel and what travel does for your mindset and how to manifest more of it, even if you think that like you don't have the money and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I also really wanted to, and I'm going to talk about those things a little bit, but I wanted to, something that you said when we were discussing doing this episode that I thought would be really interesting was like sort of your journey into knowing your niche within your business, right? And I would actually love to know, like, um, what, what was your journey into, because I, I actually, I'm not sure, what was your journey into, like, building this business that you're working on now? And because you said you were sort of, like, throwing spaghetti against the wall, or, like, just not really having that clarity around, like, ooh, this is, like, my niche, right? So it's kind of been a long journey. Yeah. Uh, when I got back from travel, I literally had no idea what I wanted to do. And if you have traveled for a long period of time and you come back and have reverse culture shock, like it's a real thing and you kind of feel lost and alone and empty mm-hmm. because you're not making instant best friends anymore. And I couldn't find a job. And so that's actually what got me into network marketing. And I started network marketing and did network marketing for almost four years. And mm-hmm. I made decent money at it. Not amazing, but you know, enough to have yep. some extra money. And I did that too. I don't know if I, if you, made, oh, no, like, that was, that. that was how I got into business because it was like conceivable, right? Like it was like, I could, I know that I want more freedom and I think I could do it like through this sort of structure of a business that's already set up for me because I couldn't yeah. like at that time, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. So for that reason, I really like things like network marketing because it opens people up to the possibility of making good money for themselves, even if they don't end up actually following through long enough for that to happen through that specific business, right? But it, it opened you up to like what was possible for people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it definitely taught me to get into personal development, which right. is funny because I have my master's in organizational leadership, which is actually basically a master's in personal development. And I still didn't really put it together because I didn't really realize how to apply it to me. But so I read a lot of the same books over just with a different lens, which I thought was kind of funny, like how everything comes full circle in our life. But um, that's what got me into personal development. That's what got me into the kind of entrepreneur mindset. And I really realized what I got the most passion out of network marketing was not bringing on new coaches, was not selling product. It was working with people to like realize their goals and get excited 
work on their self-worth and kind of change their life. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to make a change, but I was scared. I mean, leaving network marketing and go to your own business is very scary. Like you're in kind of this little cocoon with network marketing and you have a business set up and you don't have to do quite as much. And so I did resist it for a long time. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to leave and I want to do life coaching, but what does that even look like? And I didn't really know. And I was working on life coaching and I had started out with like a, my niche was going to be, I still hadn't like fully pinned it down, but something around like how to stop self-sabotaging because that is something that I've really had in my life and working on my mindset has helped me to quit self-sabotaging, but it's not what I'm passionate about talking about, but I felt like it was something other people needed. And so to me, it felt like something to talk about, not because it's what I loved, but because what I thought other people wanted to hear. And so I started talking about it and I just was having crickets. People weren't engaging. I didn't understand what was going on and I was getting frustrated. And I was actually talking to my business coach and I said, I sit down every week to work on my business and I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like in network marketing, they give you like a list of activities to work on every week. And I'm like, I feel like I need my list and I don't have one. Um, And I was like, you know, like in Beachbody days and she kind of laughed because she used to be a Beachbody coach too. Um, And so she started, she's like, okay, well, let's talk about what you're doing. And like, let's talk about your list. And she just starts randomly asking me, questions and all of a sudden she asked me something about travel I don't actually remember how it went about I should actually watch the recording because I kind of like to see yeah um and she said my entire demeanor changed like because we were on video call right um she said I sat up higher I had a brighter smile on my face and she's like your energy changed and it was like you had an aura about yourself all of a sudden Mm, yes and she's like all of a sudden you felt like an expert where before you felt defeated (laughs) yes I love that so it was like, oh, okay, like, what can I do with travel? Because like, literally, when I said it, I remember thinking, well, it sounds crazy. Like, how do I make money off of like manifesting travel or helping people travel? Like, this doesn't even seem like a business. And it just, it seemed crazy. But I was like, oh, I'm going to put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. And I just started talking about travel on social media and sharing my journey with travel. And I've been to over 30 countries. So I know quite a bit about travel and how to travel and how to travel without even having any money. And so all of a sudden it just started to have this traction and it no longer became about what I thought people needed to hear. It's just what I enjoyed talking about. I love that so much because that like that habit of trying to figure things out of like, what do people want? What are they buying from other people? What, like, it's just so it, it leaves room for so much doubt. And even if you could answer those questions effectively and be like, well, I know that this sells, it doesn't matter because it's like what your energy is behind. Yeah. Right. And so now like when I help people launch programs, I I'm like, I don't care what, like, I think that there's a market for, I know that if you feel really excited about this and you believe that people are going to also be excited about it, they will <laughs> like that will yeah. be reflected back to you. Right. And what would you say like the difference has been in the response that you've gotten in terms of it? I know like this is a fairly new sort of niche um, switch mm-hmm. for you, but how has it been different for you in your business and maybe you know, um, just in talking to people and stuff like that, since making that shift in just sort of like that, I I really like what you said about an expert role. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, but like, what has the shift been? What have you noticed? Um, I mean, I've had posts going viral, like with over a thousand people liking them and sharing them and going in social media, other people's social media. I've had people messaging (laughs) me privately and saying, 
how do you travel? I don't understand how you have this life or people finding um, things online. They're like, oh, this made me think of you. So I wanted to send it to you. So it's like, all of a sudden, now I'm becoming known as the travel person. Mm-hmm. And people are messaging me. And it hasn't like immediately turned into business because I haven't launched and stuff yet. Yep. It's created exposure and people and I'm excited to show up and talk about it. And every time I think of an idea, I just put a note in my phone with like, oh, I can go live on this. So anytime I want to go live, I just literally have this list where before it was like, okay, what do I go live on? What do people want to hear me talk about? And it was just like this really long, stressful, strenuous process. And now it's like, oh, I can have so much fun with this. And even if I never make money on this, I could literally talk to people about travel, how it's changed my life and why I think you should do it for hours. And I don't care if I ever got paid a dollar. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think like that's just such a a good example of when your energy is behind something, how it's like the algorithm and all that stuff, like doesn't make a difference. (laughs) It's not about like the algorithm. It's not about, you know, all these like specific marketing strategies and things like that. And there is like, for sure, something to be said about knowing the right actions to take in your business once you have that idea. But if you're acting from an idea that doesn't have that energy or that conviction behind it, it, you could take all the right actions and it wouldn't make a difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've just learned about taking messy action and sometimes I press you well, or I say the wrong thing or I mess up or I'm not exactly sure how to do something, but it doesn't matter as much. Like, I feel like I'm kind of okay with learning along the way because I'm having fun where before I was like not learning or I was learning, but I wasn't making any money and then I wasn't having a lot of fun. And so then it became stressful and I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the power of that aligned action versus like just all these things that you need to do. And I would tell people like, don't, because you're trying to do something that you're forcing, like don't give up because you will find something along the way. And the way I found it was trying to do something that didn't work. Even if you feel like you're doing the wrong thing, it's okay to start and jump in, just jump in. And like, I found the right thing by doing the wrong thing, but if I had never been willing to try to do the wrong thing, I could have never found the right thing. Yes, absolutely. And so like, I think no matter where people find themselves in their entrepreneurial journey, like it's where they're meant to be, right? (laughs) It's where they're meant to be in order to like gain the clarity that's going to lead into whatever it is that they're supposed to be doing. But like, I, and I think that's always evolving as well. What I'm doing right now feels really aligned, but it's not what I'm going to be doing five years from now or even one year from now, right? So yeah. just like wherever you're at along your journey is like where you are supposed to be and and like committing to that vision and just moving forward with it is the key to having it all unfold. Yeah, and like figuring out how to have a small vision too. I think it's really easy to have this really big vision and it's fearful. So like. What does even your small vision look like and committing to that small vision? So like today, for example, because I still work my nine to five, it's a holiday here in America. So I had the day off. And so I got to spend like my perfect entrepreneurial day today. Right. And so like really feeling into that and enjoying yes. that. So like having those small victories too. 
Absolutely. I actually love that you said that because I used to, like when I was still working my other business, um, I would get like a couple hours off or I would like take a random Tuesday off and spend it at a coffee shop and be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like this is <laughs> what I'm doing now. I like sit at coffee shops. And like, I mean, that is very much my life now, you know, but I had to like visit that in whatever way that I could. And, and so like, I love that you're sort of, you're like, okay, today I'm like being um, interviewed by Lauren and I'm working on my business. And like it, the more that you focus on that, the more you place your attention there, the faster that's going to be drawn to you in a full-time capacity, if that's what you want. And I actually manifested to work full-time at home for my nine to five. Like I was only allowed right. to work from home two days a week and I leaned into that. And now I work from home full-time for that. Oh, so, which is allowing me so to great. work on my business more. So it's like, start where you are and like manifest the change that you can manifest where like I also manifested a nine to five where I get five weeks PTO a year. So I mean, you don't have to be like a full-time Instagram blogger traveler to be able to travel. And I think people think that like, well, I'm limited to two weeks vacation. I can't travel. It's like, okay, well, how can you maximize what you have? Be grateful for what you have it and turn it into more. I honestly, it's like, it all comes down to you get what you focus on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I could just drill into people's head, like one sort of overarching message is you get what you focus on or like what you focus on grows. And you don't know how that's going to happen. You didn't know that you were going to be able to work more from home. Right. But you were just like feeling into working from home when you had those two days and it turned into five. Yeah, I literally had no idea because my other manager was super against it. I got a new manager that I didn't know was (laughs) happening. My new manager was like, oh yeah, I don't think you should commute an hour each way anymore. That's ridiculous. Right. Oh yeah. So that's just like so perfect. If if I could just like, like give people all, all of the mindset stuff that we talk about manifestation, all that kind of stuff. Like there's definitely a lot to be said about working on your self-worth, working through your blocks, but even that is like part of the unfolding of that thing that you're visualizing. So if you're visualizing being a full-time entrepreneur, making 20 K a month, whatever it is, whatever your goals are. And part of you getting there requires you to do some mindset work. Then like that will, or like some self-worth work or whatever, that's going to unfold. But it's like, you get what you're focused on. So place your focus on what you want and it is going to come into reality one way or another, right? But like start with things that are kind of believable. I know that's what helped me. So like travel is something really easy for me to manifest. So like something to kind of step up from there, but like something that I personally have struggled with is my weight. So Mm -hmm. like learning to apply what I'm learning now and the stuff that's easy to the stuff that's harder to make that more believable. Don't start with your hardest thing, which I think is so easy for us to do. Like I want to make the biggest change in my life in like dating or my weight or something, but that's something you've struggled with your entire life. And you're like, oh, well, it didn't work in that. Like I can't manifest anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing I often ask people to do is like, look back at times when they manifested what they were thinking Mm -hmm. about, right? Where like, and usually it's often in like times, it's in areas, like you said, that there's less resistance or it's more believable for them. Um, But you, everybody has created big results for themselves in different areas of their life. And it's always through that process of like thinking about what they want and then it unfolds for them. There's just areas where we don't have naturally as much resistance as like, but yeah, I mean, I'm at, I, I strove for $5,000 months before I wanted $10,000 months. And then I got $10,000 months before aiming for 20. Right. So, um, for sure. It's like, 
it can be good to have a big goal, but when you start taking action towards it, there might be resistance coming up if it feels too far away. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Definitely resistance or like knowing that manifestation can still work, even if it's just like, you know, if you kind of, I feel like we chunk our lives into these categories, like finances, weight, Mm -hmm. dating, travel. So like, don't pick the chunk of your life that's been the hardest for you your whole life as the thing you want to change immediately. Like kind of chunk it up and say, okay, what's the easiest thing I could change right now? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, Okay, so uh, you talk on your social media a bit about um, traveling, like how it up levels your life and your mindset. And I would just love if you could like go a little into detail, maybe about like your personal experience with that. Yeah. So a huge thing with travel is when you are going to another country, you are walking into the unknown and the unexpected a lot, like manifestation and mindset work. And so you are forced out of your comfort zone and you get to get forced out of your comfort zone. And if you let yourself have this amazing, beautiful time. And so it just really showed me that I don't need to plan everything. I don't Mm -hmm. need to know the how I can go meet other people, make friends easily. And I can also, when you travel, one of the most beautiful things is you can be whoever you want to be. So if you want to travel and you want to step into that six figure version of yourself, that guys are always attracted to and (laughs) you like have this amazing time you can be that person because nobody knows you nobody's labeling you where at home you have these labels that you wear and even as you're up leveling your life it's hard to remove them because your friends and your family know you and that's the bucket they put you in so I really found when I was traveling I could kind of like change who I was and I didn't actually even know this is what I was doing because I didn't know anything about manifestation right but I was like man, why is it so much easier for me to like make friends and be included and do all of these things when I travel? (laughs) Yeah. But when I'm at home, I really struggle with that. And I really figured out, like I step into a different person when I travel and it's like the up level version, like the Courtney 2.0 when I travel. And it's just really beautiful. And then I'm also more creative when I'm outside of my space and not being confined by the walls of reality. Right. Yeah, something that um came up on an episode of uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about something very similar is just that you find this place of like sort of self-trust because like you said, you just let go. You don't know the how exactly and you learn that like things always work out. Um, but you also sort of come into like your own truth essentially, like who you really are rather than like who you are when you're sitting at a desk at a job that you aren't thrilled about. He's like two very different people. So it's like, I think people kind of discover themselves through travel, like who they truly, truly are, right? Yeah, you're really stepping into the authentic version of yourself um, because you're not trying to fit into the version that the world expects you to see or your world that you've created expects you to be. You're just like, oh, I can like really be me and Mm -hmm. just kind of not worry about things. And then Another huge skill that I've gotten from traveling is just learning how to be flexible and adaptable. I mean, I was the girl in college who literally had every hour of her schedule planned. Like I would pull it out Monday through Friday, like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. literally had a plan to it. And that was just a coping mechanism for me because I like to plan. I didn't like to know the unexpected. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I mean, when you're in college, you also have a lot going on. So it helps you to have a plan. But when you're that planned out, it just can be hard to adjust and adapt. And when you're traveling, if you don't create this plan for yourself like that, you can 
just let go and have fun and explore and see new things and also realize like, oh, wow, I can have so much more fun when I'm not putting myself so much rigid. I'm not being so rigid on my life. Right. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Um, so going back to a little bit about what we were talking about before in terms of finding this niche, because you discovered all that through travel and now you're using it in your business to help others, right? And manifest the life that you really want to live. Um, but you said something to me about trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And by that, I'm, I'm guessing that what you kind of meant was like looking at what other entrepreneurs were doing and thinking that that's what you needed to do. Yeah. Like I needed to be just like strictly a mindset coach or I needed to talk about money or I needed to talk about X, Y, Z, or you just talk about dating or body. And it was like, okay, like, and I was just trying all of these things. I was trying network marketing because that's what it felt like made sense, but it didn't fit. Then I tried another network marketing company, which fit a little bit better, but still didn't fit in. And then I tried, you know, doing a self-sabotage group still didn't quite fit. And so it was like, I was just constantly trying to figure out what could fit in this hole. And like, it was, they were all, I could shove them all in and they could all work. And I could have made money doing all of them because I do believe that if you make the decision, I'm going to make this work, it can. Yes. But it's depleting instead of energizing. And so all of those things depleted me and I would get, that's, I feel like that's how you get burnout so quick is you are trying to do something that seems to like make money and fit and work but it's not what lights you up and makes you excited. I really like what you said there about you, if you decide that you're going to make that certain idea work or like this certain niche work, you can, but it, like you said, it's depleting. I also think it probably ends up taking longer because you're not like, it's, we don't get attached to like specific, it's not, let's say we're launching a program on like some niche that we are hopeful is going to work. We've seen other people launch something about mindset. And so we're like, okay, that's what I need to do. Right. So you're launching a program because you've seen other people talk about it, but we don't actually want, like, it's not about the program that we're launching. It's about what we want, like that money to be able to do for us. Right. Or enable us to do for ourselves, like go full time in your business or like pay off this amount of debt or whatever. And so I think that you could make it happen through that specific idea that you're talking about in terms of like, okay, this is the thing that I need to do. You could make it happen if you wanted, but there might be like a way easier way that the universe would line up for you if you just focused on that outcome that you want rather than the like, okay, the niche is my how to building or my, my like pathway to building this successful business instead of focusing on, I want a successful business and then like allowing the answers to come. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And I totally agree. And I think when you also are comparing yourself to other people and you're trying to do something that other people are doing, it's so much easier to calculate the how because you're seeing how they're doing it. But when an idea gets brought to you, like I don't know anyone else that has like this spin on mindset and travel manifestation. And I'm sure they exist, but I haven't been searching for them on purpose. Um, Because like, it's so out of my realm. And I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to happen. So I'm just going to take inspired action and follow through. And that's what's creating the beauty and the magic of it is like, okay, as things come up, I'm figuring them out. But if I knew the how my wheels would spin and my mind would spin and I would get so stressed out. And when you're trying to copy someone or do something similar to other people, your brain sees a path to the how and that's all it's trying to figure out. 
Oh, so true. Like, I love everything that you just said, because I completely agree. But also what happens when you're trying to follow what someone else has done, you're inherently coming from a lack mentality or like a, you're not really trusting yourself. You think that you need to do something that someone else has already done, which is just coming from so much of like, I'm not good enough. And you, you don't usually manifest very abundant results in an energy of not good enough or not enough. Right. And something else I've realized, spoiler alert, where none of us are coming up with new ideas. Like it's just all recycled ideas that we're putting our own spin on. So nothing you think of is new. You just need to do it from a place of this is what lights me up and this is my spin on it. Yeah, well, I think like the process that we individually offer is very much like from our own experience. If we're doing this right, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's other people who are speaking already to your audience, but you might have like just a different experience or a different process to bring to that audience. And that's, that's probably the new part because that's coming from you, but it doesn't, yeah, there's like (laughs) within coaching, there's a lot of coaches talking about how to produce results within their program or whatever. And like what you can bring to the table is like, this is what I help you to do specifically because this is like just a reflection of me, right? Yeah, so that's why if you find out, figure out what lights you up, then Mm -hmm. it's easier for you to find that process. And they're buying from you. They're not necessarily buying. I mean, they're buying the material because they're interested in it, but you brought them in because you're so excited. So if your energy can shine through, like it doesn't have to be this completely new idea. It can be a recycled idea and that's okay because most things are, but you'll have your own individual spin on it, but there's always going to be other people doing the same thing. Yeah. And I think though, like one thing I often say is I don't really look at what other people in my niche are doing, which I'm not even hundred percent sure what that niche is. I guess it's like mindset plus marketing coaches. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I just feel like I'm going to resonate with different people than are going to resonate with that coach over there. So it's like, we're not even really speaking to the same people because I'm going to attract people that were meant to hear it from me, even if we have a similar message. Yeah. That's why I haven't looked up any people to see if they're doing travel manifestation. It doesn't even matter. Even if someone was sharing almost exactly what you're sharing, (laughs) like the way that they explain it is going to resonate with different people. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like just always coming from this place of like, there are so many more than enough people for me to have a thriving six, multiple six figure business, whatever your, your goal is, um, that are like, they, they're looking for me. They're meant to hear it from me. Like, I really believe that. Right. Yeah. We have like billions of people on this earth. Yeah, literally. We're so worried and I've been in that place and it can be easy to go there. Like, oh my gosh, how am I going to find X number of people? And it's like, you don't even actually need to find that many people to no. have a six-figure business. No, um, I have like, I mean, I get new people buying into things all the time, but I have a lot of people that are continuing to um, like purchase new offers of mine or, you know, sign on to another six months of, of coaching or whatever. So it's like, yeah, once you've got sort of like your base people and that's most successful entrepreneurs, that's the case. They've got their people. And that is like sort of always recycling itself to some extent. Some people are, you know, moving on and other people are coming in, but yeah, you don't need a lot of people. I hear that one all the time. There's not enough clients. I'm like, really? Really? Like, who are you? <laughs> who's your niche? Like women who want to feel empowered? There's a lot, trust me. There's, <laughs> there's about 4 billion of those like on the planet, you know? <laughs> so I don't think that you can handle all of them. Yeah, um, you need to respond like, you're right. There's only 10 of them yeah, in the whole world. <laughs> in the whole world and all the other coaches already have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, 
I wanted to ask you, or actually, I just wanted to have like a bit more of this um, conversation around being the expert in your niche. And I, we already talked about this a little bit, but like, I feel like when you're, when we're coming from our personal experience and, and this just from my personal experience of building my business, I tried to, I did all, I did many launches of programs that I thought people wanted to buy that I did not feel confident in at the time at all. And like, you can imagine how much money I made. None. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that like you really get that. And then it was like kind of piggybacking off what we just said. Once I started feeling confident or like started building programs and offers that were really just a reflection of me there was so much confidence because I was like, this is me. This is what I know. This is what I personally bring to the table. But you mentioned this, you were like that whole, like enabling myself to come from that energy of being the expert in my niche. Right. Yeah. So I have established myself as the travel expert among my friends. And so Uh it was a pretty easy jump for me to make of, okay, well, my friends always come to me, text me, call me anytime they're planning a trip, whether it's where to go, where to buy a flight, what to pack, anything like that. So then when I figured out travels that I want to talk about, it was like, oh yeah, well, I'm already the expert around my friends. Why can't I be the expert on social media? And even when I say expert, it doesn't, I don't necessarily feel like it makes me the best, but it makes me ahead of other people. And you only need to be a few steps ahead of people to be an expert in their life. And so I've been to 30 countries and sure, there's people that have been to 50, 100 countries. So they're ahead of me, but to a newbie traveler or someone who's just wanting an experience adventure, like I am an expert to them and I feel like an expert because I know I can give that advice. And so it was just easy for me to step into that space and feel like that because I can talk about it confidently. I can know yes. from my own experience what I know. And I also know that I've done a lot of the research that they wouldn't need to do or places I can send them or how I just really shifted into that person. Um, and I very clearly remember the moment I decided to become a traveler and how that changed my entire life. And I feel like I can be an expert in that moment and teaching them how to have that moment. So their life can shift because it happened to me. Like really using your story and, and sharing it like from a place of confidence, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I know how it happened to me and I know how it changed my life. And so I know that other women are looking for this too, and it can shift their life too. And yeah, when you talk about it from confidence and excitement and that's exactly what happened to you and you share it in this beautiful way versus trying to like fit yourself into, I want to have this experience to be able to share it with people or I'm trying to have this experience or I'm trying to create this thing because I feel like that's what people want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like one thing you said there about newbie travelers, like I often think about, because we get into this state of imposter syndrome a lot of the time. Like it's something that like kind of, flares up here and there as through our um through our growth as an entrepreneur but one thing that i find really powerful is to look at yourself almost through the lens of like someone who is just getting started doing what you are helping people to do right so like looking at yourself through the lens of someone who's maybe only been to a couple of countries or just getting started like they're going to look at you and really see how much experience you have, right? Whereas you're not, we're not often looking at ourselves that way. Um, I think the fact that you do it is amazing, but a lot of people don't, they're just like, well, I don't know if I'm good enough or like, I don't know if I know enough. And it's like, well, how would somebody who's just getting started 
in this area that you have all this knowledge in and experience in, how would they view you, right? What would there be their perception be of you? I think the biggest thing that helped me was mm-hmm. kind of looking at, okay, when I started my personal development journey, what coaches did I go to? Was I, go- was I going to someone that was charging a ton of money that I couldn't afford that was already like on this journey for 15 years, like Mel Robbins or I mean, Jenna Kutcher or someone like that? Or was I going to a coach who had maybe only been coaching for six months to a year so they didn't charge prices I couldn't afford. And then they also weren't so far ahead yes. of me, I couldn't even picture my life. Oh, so good. Yeah. And so I just remembered when I was in that spot and I wanted to hire a coach, I didn't hire Amanda Francis because <laughs> I can't picture myself living in Malibu and have, you know, <laughs> yeah. having 10 figure la- or seven figure launches because that doesn't resonate with me yet. Yes. So if she's too far ahead of me, then if I'd already been to, I don't know, a hundred countries and was living as a full-time traveler, the people who are still working in nine to five can't relate to me. So even though I don't love the fact that I'm still working my nine to five, I also think it makes me super relatable and allows people to say, oh, she actually gets me right now. Like you just said everything. That's such a good like topic for almost like a whole other episode. But yeah, people are only looking for a coach or someone to follow who is a couple steps ahead of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you really get that, because we think that we need to be this like perfectly transformed human being, making all the money, (laughs) doing all the things before people are going to want to work with us. And that's not the case at all. A lot of those people that are going to be attracted into your business, if you were at that point that you think you need to be at, they, they wouldn't be able to resonate with you anymore. And I actually had an experience with this where I paid like some crazy amount of money to basically get a half hour coaching call with someone who was like making multiple seven figures in her business and was very well known in the, in just like the online coaching space. And I had this half hour call with her and I just, I just, what I was really struggling with at that time was confidence. I didn't feel confident in what I was trying to do. And she was just so like, well, just like believe, you know, just keep affirming what you want and it'll happen. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, because at that point in her business, she was very confident and it had almost been like such a long time since she, I don't think she'd ever really felt in like not confident in her business. It was always something she naturally had. So anyways, it was just like, I really thought I'm going to get like the best of the best advice from this person. And it wasn't a coaching call that I can honestly say made a very big difference in my business at all. (laughs) Yeah. Like when they just cannot relate to you, it just is impossible because you're like, I, what? I don't get, you know, it'd be like me meeting with the CEO at Wells Fargo and he gives me like advice. Like he has no idea what I do on a (laughs) day-to-day basis. So you can relate that to yourself in your nine to five. Like, who are you going to go to at work? Are you going to go to your manager or maybe your two-up manager for help at work? Well, that's the kind of person you should look for in a coach too. Absolutely. So um, I just love that you brought that in. And on that topic, um, I wanted to ask, you have a um, coaching program coming out. And I was wondering if you could let us know a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm super excited. It is called the First Class CEO and how to up-level your mindset from coach to first class. And so it is really empowering women to step into their life, ad- adventure, travel, and freedom, and mm-hmm. helping women know that they can have a life outside of the confines of whatever they want. Like, if you want to leave your nine to five, great. But if you just want to have more adventure, travel, and freedom, and really step into that feeling, yeah. uh, I personally think that travel is the absolute easy thing, easiest thing to manifest because uh-huh. any of us, all of us have been on a trip. 
all of us can recreate that feeling and remember what it was like to plan, to get there, to get out of the car, to get off the plane, whatever. And so it's really easy to go back there and anchor ourselves in that feeling where if you're trying to manifest something you never had before, it's really difficult to get into that feeling. Mm -hmm. And so just teaching women how to recreate that feeling and how to have that feeling and how to create adventure and freedom in their life right now so they can manifest it for the future. Yeah. And kind of coming back to like what we talked about at the beginning, which is really believing that you're worthy of it, right? Maybe kind Mm -hmm. of getting rid of some of those blocks around just in like actually visualizing. I know something I get from people all the time is like, I'm visualizing what I want, but I just like can't really believe that that could be capable for me. Right. Yeah. So talking about those self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back, whether it's time or money or, and the time or money is not believing that you're worthy of having the time or money. So kind of just continuing to peel back those layers and also learning hacks of how to not stay stuck at that story. Because I think that that was something that was really big for me is I can't manifest more or change my life until I get past these self-limiting beliefs. And it just kept me spinning. Like I wasn't really moving forward. I was moving forward a little bit, but I just felt stuck in that spot of, oh, well, I have childhood trauma I have to get rid of, or I have, I was bullied in middle school. I got to get rid of that first. Like, how can you just address those? Know you have them, understand them and move forward and understand that they'll come up in your story and address them as they happen. But don't, keep trying to like dig backwards to be able I to totally agree exactly and like as they come up as you're moving forward that's when you should look at them and unpack them a little bit but like when we go backwards yeah like you said digging them all up we can stay there we can actually regress because now we're like bringing up all of these emotions that like if it's important for us to work through them then they'll come up but if we're looking for them like you seek what you find or sorry you find what you seek <laughs> or yeah and I stayed in this <laughs> I don't want to say it was like a victim place because I don't feel like it was a victim, but this place of like, oh, I need to fix this and this and this and oh, this is why this isn't manifesting because I haven't fixed this. And it's like, okay, no, it was, I then started to create the belief that I couldn't manifest until I fix everything. Right. Exactly. Which is so not true, you guys, at all. <laughs> you no, can manifest crazy not true. without fixing anything. Honestly, I really, really believe that now. Um yeah. So when, uh, like, where can they get more information about this program if they're interested? So you can follow me on Instagram. My mm-hmm. Instagram is at the wondering manifester. Um, and I'll be having information about that. You can also, I'll give Lauren the link to my Facebook group. It's a free group awesome. called the wondering manifester. And I have a free challenge coming up in the beginning of April. Oh, it's going to be a three day challenge on, um, how to find your self worth through your sense of adventure. And then it will go into the launch and the course is beginning mid-April. So super excited. I'm going to be giving out a lot of value and free content on my Facebook. So you can follow me, Courtney Badger. I'm doing live videos and just offering journal prompts and different things like that to help get people excited and into that state. And um, also offering free travel tips. And I'm going to Turks and Caicos next week. So like I'll do lives from there and also give tips on like what to pack and how to take just a carry on and different stuff like that too. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm going to link all that stuff for you guys in the show notes so you can check it out. But I just really um, 
like through talking to you, Courtney, and like we've, you know, had some other, we did an episode actually, because you're in mind magic where you talked about yep. your experience with that and we've worked together a little bit and things like that. Um, but I really acknowledge, like, I think you have a very um, sort of comprehension, uh, com- sorry, I can't speak, comprehensive <laughs> understanding of like the different, I think how like so many different mindset practices kind of fall into place together because it's like, there is merit in doing self uh, worth work. And there is merit in like identifying your stories and changing them and things like that. But it's like knowing when those things should play out so that people get to move forward or, or come in rather knowing when those things should, should be looked at. Um, so yeah, just like through talking to you, I really feel like you have a very good understanding of helping people to move forward, not stay stuck in the past, but also liberating themselves from perhaps the old stories or blocks that they need to, in order to move forward and just keeping it as simple as possible. Right. Yeah. And I stayed stuck there for almost two years and I know that I can help people shorten that. And I actually am thankful for that time because I do think it showed me, okay, like, well, now I can show people how to shorten it. And yeah. it was like a really impactful time and a lot. Of, and I manifested a lot of cool things and a lot of positive things still happened in my life. So um, it definitely taught me a lot of lessons in that time. So not saying that people can't do that, but like, I'd rather help them shorten it so they don't have to spend that same totally amount of time <laughs> in two years of being stuck. <laughs> we struggled so that you guys don't have to for as long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you might also like people listening to this might be going through their own struggle right now because they're meant to liberate somebody else down the line. Right. So yeah. Anyways. And just like knowing um, one thing that's helped me and it's been hard is just learning to be grateful for my struggles because yeah. the more negativity I put on them, the more they just manifested themselves over and over or manifested the pain like back into my life over right. and over. Totally. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I feel like you just have such a wealth of knowledge and are able to help people apply it to get specific, to manifest specific things like travel and success in business and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, I just really appreciate you taking your time today. Yeah. Thank you. This was super fun. So definitely enjoyed our time together. Awesome. Okay. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.